Welcome to the Life Unhurried podcast. This is Celeste and today I'm here with Jess Abraham who is the founder of Tassie Travels. Hi Jess, how are you? Hello, I'm good. That's good. Um, Tell us, what is Tassie Travels? So Tassie is a travel clothing brand that combines minimalism, practicality and style. So Tassie was inspired by a trip that I took to East Timor a couple of years ago. And Timor is an incredible country, but I'd found it really hard to pack for that climate. So it's in like the high 30 degrees, 90% humidity, Mm -hmm. but also quite a conservative culture. So you've got to be covered up. And I just couldn't find anything that I owned that was appropriate. So like the fabrics were either too thick or they wrinkled or didn't dry quickly or the cut wasn't appropriate. So I ended up going over to Timor for a week holiday with this huge suitcase full of stuff. Yeah. Just the whole packing process wasn't as easy as it could have been Mm -hmm. and after a hike one morning I just said to the girls I was traveling with I wish it was easier to find well-made travel clothing and that idea just kind of kept ticking over in my head while I was there and Mm -hmm. I came home and researched and found that there wasn't really anything out there um, like that so I got started straight away so that was November 2016 Mm -hmm. and we launched the brand um, the following April so Wow, that's, that's very quick. Yeah, you were obviously yeah. on a mission. Yeah. What does the name Tassie mean? So Tassie means ocean in the Timorese language of Tetan. So yeah, East Timor is where I was when I had the idea and I really wanted something that kind of paid tribute to that place. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so ocean. Okay, and so tell us, you came back, you had never had your own clothing label before. <laughs> no. You're, you don't have a background as a designer. No. Um, how did you go from that one idea, that concept when you were there and take it to open your own, launch your own label only a few months later? It was a pretty crazy journey. Um, so I had a, another business before Tassie. I ran an independent publication for four years. So that was a really big help. I, um, that, was, that was a magazine called Tidal and I learned so much from that. Um, in terms of having an idea and action in it and working with the team and producing a product and all of that kind of thing. So that background definitely helped, but also a lot of the people that I'd met through Title really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the magazine was showcasing creative youth. So we worked with photographers, designers, all of that kind of thing. So I had a lot of those people in my life already that I could call on. So awesome. as soon as I got home um, from Team More, I went straight to a friend of mine, Charlie, who um, had her own men's clothing brand. Yes and basically just picked her brain on how do you yeah how do you make clothes how do I start um start a label um and she came on board Tassie straight away so she um originally was only ever meant to do our patterns and samples Mm -hmm. um and then we were going to um go to manufacturers in Australia um but Charlie stayed on yeah from the from the word go and has continued to make clothes for us so she was a massive part of the um the first we're getting Tassie to market, I suppose. Yeah, awesome. Um, but yeah, it was just asking a lot of questions to a lot of people. Um, I really found that the garment making industry in Australia is so open to sharing mm-hmm. you know, any tips or contacts. So I just asked a lot of questions, Great. made a lot of mistakes. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that I think I've always um, leaned towards oh. in business is just doing things really quickly. So I've never mm-hmm. kind of sat on ideas for ages. Um, I've just always tried to, yeah do as much as I can as soon as I can and see if it works just dive in yeah, yeah for yeah. sure and obviously functionality um, as you mentioned was a major part of the inspiration behind yeah. it um, but tell me more about the ethos behind Tassie and I know that sustainability is very important to you so mm-hmm. how does that 
flow through in Tassie. So, yeah, so my background is not in fashion at all. Um, I've always worked in marketing and design, but um, environmental conservation has always been a really big part of my life since I was about 15 or 16, Mm -hmm. um, particularly in the areas of plastic pollution, which was why I was over in East Timor um, in the first place. Right, okay. Yeah, um, so I knew that before going ahead with Tassie, I wasn't going to go through with it unless I could make sure that it was as responsible to people and planet as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of that was manufacturing in Australia. That was always really important to me okay. um, and was always a bit of a non-negotiable. Uh, and then the sustainability side of things. So that comes in in a few different ways. Um, probably first and foremost is with our fabric. So we primarily use a fabric called tensile, which is amazing it's regenerated from the wood cellulose from the eucalyptus tree mm-hmm. and so it's produced in the closed loop system so there's no waste um, no toxic chemicals and the eucalyptus trees themselves are a really great resource they're growing mm-hmm. on marginal land that can't be used for anything else right. um, and growing using sustainable forestry initiatives so amazing fabric um, but the eco part of it aside it's also great for travel, so mm-hmm. it um, doesn't wrinkle, it dries really quickly, it's really light and breathable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that was a really um, a tricky task for me when I first started Tassie, was the fabric. I, I needed to be eco-friendly, but the whole idea of Tassie was functionality for travel, so mm. it had to have all of those properties. So I didn't even know of Tensel before I started. Wow. Um, the brand was just researching, didn't even know if a fabric like that existed and yeah, came across it, so it's been amazing. Um, we also use a bit of organic cotton and recycled polyester, so yeah, fabrics is a big part of the sustainability side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, also our plastic use or lack thereof um, in the warehouse, so... All of our orders are shipped plastic-free, mm-hmm. so we have um, our garments shipped in calico bags in compostable um, postage satchels, yeah. um, so don't use any plastic there. Um, but yes, we're always looking to, to learn and grow and make sure that our practices are as um, sustainable as possible. Yeah, absolutely, and it's yeah really great that you're doing that. You mentioned um, you know you had this frustration about finding the clothes mm-hmm. for travel and you know what to pack. Yeah. Do you have any tips um, for people that might be struggling with that themselves? Yeah. So I suppose the design ethos of Tassie was always about versatility. So. I don't believe, you know, in having items of clothing that you can only wear with one type of outfit or in one situation. So that was um, always how we tried to design our products was that they could um, work in with stuff you already had in your wardrobe or you could wear them five different ways or they'd be suitable in, you know, a bunch of different climates. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely one of the biggest things I would look for when I'm packing to travel is how much wear can I get out of this? Um, yeah, what ways can I wear it? Um, will it dry quickly and you know, and I'll be able to wear it the next day or that afternoon if it's gotten wet in the ocean, yeah. um, all those kind of things I look for. But definitely versatility, I think, um, mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah, great. Um, what does being a better traveller mean to you? And do you have any um, specific tips that might help people to, to tread more lightly when they travel? Mm, definitely. So this is something that um, Tassie's extended into quite a lot this year Um, we've actually launched a new initiative called travel with purpose Mm -hmm. um, and we've just led our first travel with purpose trip this last july so basically they're small group trips back to east timor okay Um, so it's an epic travel experience but with a purpose element so um, we went back over there uh, to work on the plastic pollution project that i um was working on the very first time I went to Timor. Okay. Um, so they have a yeah, quite a, a bad marine debris 
um, problem on the island. Um, so we went back over to do some beach cleanups and, and work with the locals there to um, to get rid of that plastic. So that's definitely the, um, the area that we're heading in, but that's something that I always try and do no matter where I'm traveling. And I think a lot more people are looking to travel in that way. Like we're moving away from the traditional hostel routes or just backpacking or tours or you know that kind of thing I think we're looking for something a little bit more authentic and a little bit more genuine and Mm. particularly that you know the young people that I'm surrounded by are wanting to have a bit more of a positive impact when they're traveling Mm -hmm. Um, so that can be something on a small scale and just doing your own positive impact stuff so if you are somewhere coastal it can just be you know doing a little beach cleanup Mm -hmm. um, or checking out what local initiatives in the area and seeing if there's something that you can align with Um, and also just looking to support you know, ecotourism, so mm-hmm. checking out the hotels or um, homestays or wherever you're looking to go, um, trying to get a bit of an idea about their practices and uh, looking for eco-tours. And most brands and businesses are having to share a bit more of the information about their practices and values now. I think that's yeah. the kind of um, the generation that we live in that we expect that. So it doesn't mm. take much to be able to do a bit of research online and, and find out if it's a company that you want to align with. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And were you surprised at the reaction that you got? I mean, um, was it something that sold out quickly? Were, you know, what was the feedback that yeah. you had from the guests that came with you? Yeah, it, I had no idea really. I had the idea um, when I was doing a trip down south last year, I seemed to have all of my like, ideas and inspiration come when I'm away and traveling. Um, but yeah, I had the idea that I wanted to lead these trips and I think I posted it on Facebook that afternoon just to my friends saying, hey, would anyone be interested in this? Like seeing if it was even an idea that like had legs to stand on mm. um, and had a really good response from it. So we put it out to um, the Tassi community as well and then same thing, we just had uh, yeah, so many people. I think it is that, that particularly young people, I suppose, which is our demographic, are just looking for a different way to travel and they're looking for like-minded people to travel with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that came on this last trip came by themselves. Um, so that's something too. Like a lot of people want to travel, but perhaps like don't have you know, people that they can travel with or can travel the same time they can, yeah. um, but don't want to do a big tour where it's quite disconnected. Or Yeah, so the, the idea with Travel With Purpose is that it's just travelling with friends and that's how it you know feels. There were only seven of us on our last trip, mm-hmm. so it's quite intimate. And and yeah. who were they? Tell us about the types of people that came on the trip. Yes, we had people from all around Australia. Um, we had people who had quite a strong background in the environmental stuff and had done a lot of work with beach cleanups before, so that was familiar to them. But we also had people who had never done anything like that before. Um, we had one girl come who this was her first time overseas, so that was you know a pretty incredible experience. Wow. Um, we'd had people come who had lived in developing countries before, so you know big, big broad range of people. Um, we had a photographer come with us from New Zealand. Had people come from Perth, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And so, what 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 happens next with travel with purpose? What does that mean, and how does it align with Tassie? Yeah, so that was kind of what I had to come home from that trip and figure out. I thought I'll just do this first one and see if it even works, and then go from there. And we just had such a good response. So yeah, I definitely think that would be a big part of the business, and mm-hmm. and that's what I'm really passionate about. Like I love the clothing, but yeah, that's not that's not the thing that gets me out of bed you know in the morning right um, so that's definitely going to be a big part of the business we'll be leading between two and four trips next year depending wow. on numbers mm-hmm. my vision for it is probably pretty big but what we're doing at the moment is working on a small scale with this this plastic pollution so we do the beach cleanups um we dispose of the 
um, plastic over on the island. So that's a problem at the moment. Um, mm. A lot of the locals don't have any ways to get rid of the plastic, mm. so it's just burnt. So what we're doing is stage one, doing the beach cleanups. What I would like to do, and I don't know if this will take months or years, um, but is to get recycling systems set up over there yeah. um, so they actually have a safe way to recycle that plastic mm-hmm. um, and then also to work on source reduction, so getting rid of the plastic at the source. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a lot of stages that I have set up over the next few years. I'd mm-hmm. like to keep working um, quite closely with the Timorese community there. Initially I had the idea that I wanted to do these trips to multiple countries which I would like to eventually um, but at least for the next couple of years I think they'll be just back to Timor it's somewhere that yeah I love so much and it's such an incredible country and and no one really has the chance to go there or Mm. or thinks to go there and it's only an hour flight from Darwin like it's so close and wow yeah it just and I was the same before I went over there and I only jumped on that trip last minute with some girlfriends like I would never have thought to go there so and so that was the first time that you'd been when this this all sort of started to formulate in your mind yeah okay um, yeah and that's something that I'm really passionate about I've been lucky enough to have a few um, opportunities like that in my life where I've been taken on trips to places that I never would normally have the chance to go and with like-minded people and and with a purpose element as well Mm. Um, and they're you know some of the best things I've ever done so that's something that yeah I'm very Amazing. passionate about being able to give other people that too yeah absolutely yeah. and you've mentioned before but you previously worked in marketing mm. you ran your own magazine you had a lot of events going on with that as well yeah was there a turning point when you realized that perhaps something needed to change you were going pretty fast there yeah. for a while <laughs> did you make that conscious decision that you needed to slow down definitely yeah so Yes. Prior to this, I had the magazine and did that um, for four years. We wrapped that up at the start of 2017. Um, but the whole last year of the magazine was pretty hard. I, um, I just had burnt myself out really badly. I was still yet yeah, working um, full time at the time and doing the magazine and doing a million other things and just yeah, ran myself into the ground and not really to the point that I could easily get back from it. I had just had to stop something. I had to change something. Um, so I kind of spent the last year of title getting to know myself again because for so many years I had just put all of myself into that project and so it was you know so great to start surfing again and start you know being more social and traveling again and just getting so many other parts of myself back mm-hmm. um, and that was a really big catalyst it's changed a, a lot of you know my habits and, and my life since then so even now with Tassie been so busy um, and were way busier than I ever was or way on a bigger scale than I ever was with Tidal. It doesn't feel that way. I think I've been able to um, to learn that the things that I need to do to protect myself mentally and physically, I suppose. So that, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all learning. I mean, I'm very much in the, the, um, the headspace that it's all seasonal life. Like you might go through weeks or months that are crazy and that's okay like you just got to ride that out and then you'll have weeks where it's really quiet and that's all right too and not to feel like you need to fill those days with stuff because it's quiet so yeah Mm. it's all that's what business is it's all up and down that's a really good way of looking at it do you have any trigger points now where you know that you're more aware that you know when you need to maybe adjust something like how do you how do you know if you're loading yourself too much yeah I um I'll just feel exhausted I'll st- I'll notice my um mood change as well I might be like snappy with my family and friends or you know anything like that I can just feel it it's it's low energy um and normally what I'll try and do is even just have a morning off like it's funny that a couple of hours can make a really big difference if I just 
go and have a coffee down the beach or go for a surf or just read in my van or just a couple of hours can really like change my whole month so yeah just trying to make time for stuff like that because it is so easy just to think you're busy and that was you know something that came up when I was doing Tidal I had a conversation with a friend about what I was going through and what I was struggling with and she said that you know we glorify busy so much and I had never even heard that term before then and and it just, yeah, hit the nail on the head. That's exactly, you know, what I was doing and what so many people around me were doing. So that's something now that even though I am really busy, I can still prioritise, you know, you've, you can give yourself 20 minutes, that's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. And Yeah, yeah just making time for those things, I think. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Are there any um, tips specifically you would give somebody who was struggling with that whole work-life balance? I think you've just got to, like, lock in the time for yourself. So don't think oh, I'll just do it at the end of the week or I'll give myself some time at the end of the week whatever it is actually okay from 8 to 11 on Friday morning I'm going to do this and I'm booking myself in for this or I'm going for a surf or whatever it is and just making it a priority and mm. I suppose that's easier for me in that I work for myself now and I'm on my own time frame um, but when I was working for other people yeah you've just got to prioritize it I suppose it's yeah, it's not worth running yourself into the ground over nothing is, you know, as, as much as I love Tassie, I definitely, um, I'm not going to let it do to me, you know, kind of what my last business did. Mm. Um, so just being able to prioritize health and family and friends and being happy, I suppose. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Um, so to finish off then, what yeah. does living a life unhurried mean to you? I think to me, it's about prioritizing and making time for the things that you love and the things that inspire you and and motivate you and give you energy and and that's where it kind of comes full circle almost when I slow down and, and give myself time and space just to relax and you know do what I need to do I'm so motivated and inspired for work so it really comes around full circle so you do have to prioritize yeah. that to to do well in other areas of my life but yeah just making time for the things that you love I suppose yeah that's brilliant. I think, yeah, we could all follow that advice for sure. Thank you so much, Jess. Yeah, thanks for having really me. appreciate your time. And um, yeah, look forward to checking out more of Tassie as it evolves. Thank you. Thank you. You can read more about Jess at lifeunhurried.com or shop Tassie Travels at tassietravels.com.